0: Hello everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of the Litigation Solutions Podcast brought to you by Team Legacies. Through this weekly series, we endeavour to provide you with updates on the important judgments and orders passed by the Supreme Court and other high courts in the previous week, with the support of our in-house contract solutions of Karar and Rosnama. Let us now look at some of the key updates from the week that has gone by. The Supreme Court, in an order, dated 16th October 2021, has directed High Courts to make e-filing mandatory in certain categories from January 2022. The Supreme Court has given instructions to make e-filing compulsory in certain categories from 1st January 2022. As per letter dated October 9th 2021, the Chairman on the e-committee of the Supreme Court has directed all High Courts to ensure E-filing of cases petitions by government in all types of matters to be made mandatory from 1st January 2022. After such date, there should be no physical filing of cases by the government in any matter. E-filing is to be made compulsory for all in some categories of matters like tax, revenue, arbitration, commercial disputes and any other category deemed fit by the High Court from January 1st, 2022. E-filing of petitions, appeals, and revisions against the judgments orders of the subordinate courts to be made mandatory from January 1, 2022. In case of E-filing of an appeal or revision, the required record of the trial court can be digitally linked with appellate revisional court. Suits for money recovery, loan recovery suits by bank arrears of rent, etc. Complaints under the section of 138 of the Negotiable Instruments Act, applications for maintenance, petitions for divorce by mutual consent and bail applications can also be considered for mandatory e-filing. Appropriate practice note or circular can be issued to withdraw the requirement for submission of physical copies of the case file if e-filing has been made next the bombay high court in an order dated nineteenth october 2021 has directed that arbitral tribunal can't pass ex parte at interim order arbitration act mandates advance notice an arbitral tribunal cannot pass an ex parte order on the mere filing of an interim application as the arbitration and conciliation act of 1996 mandates sufficient notice of any hearing the bombay high court has held the belch has observed that a combined reading of section 18 19, and 242 of the Act requires all parties to be treated fairly at all stages. Also, the tribunal should give them adequate sufficient opportunity to present their case including a chance to be heard at the time of ad interim orders. The court allowed the applicant's application under Section 37 of the Act and set aside the tribunal's ex parte ad interim order in favour of the other party. The bench has also observed that the Arbitral Tribunal didn't hear either party before passing the order nor did it issue notice. The applicants had approached the High Court in an appeal against the order passed by the Tribunal. They claimed that since both the parties were already before the Tribunal, they should have been heard. It was also submitted that although an occasion arose for the Indian Legislature to consider amending Section 17 for ad interim reliefs, as has been adopted under the UNICITAL model law. Such an amendment has not been brought in. Reliance was placed on the procedure to be adopted by the tribunal in passing ex parte or interim orders based on Vendor Movies v. S. Mukunchan Bothra. The court observed that Section 18 of the Act requires the parties to agree on a procedure to be followed by the tribunal, distinguishing it from the court. Moreover, section 24 mandates that all parties shall be given sufficient notice of any hearing. The High Court held that the provision which deals with the Court's powers to pass ex-parte orders cannot be applied to arbitral proceedings in view of the clear provisions of section 24 read with section 18 of the Act. The court further said that the application did not reflect any glaring circumstances for passing the ex-parte order and at the most, the court could have listed the matter for an urgent hearing. Moving on, the Supreme Court in an order dated 20th October 2021 said that for resumption of physical hearings, advocates have requested the Chief Justice of India to keep hybrid option open on all days. Expressing reservations regarding the decision of the Supreme Court to resume mandatory physical hearing on two days in a week, few senior lawyers made a mention before the Chief Justice of India, N. V. Ramana. Senior advocates submitted before the CGI that revised SOP issued by the Court to have mandatory physical hearings on Wednesday and Thursday will create a lot of difficulties, he submitted that certain cases are highly voluminous involving several briefing lawyers and it will be difficult to manage them in physical hearings adhering to COVID protocols. He therefore requested to keep the option of hybrid hearings open on all days instead of having an inflexible rule. The Chief Justice has stated that there is a committee constituted by the Honorable Justice Pope Day along with seven other members to discuss the matter. This request to keep hybrid options of hearing has been backed by several senior lawyers including Solicitor General of India Tashar Mehta, along with senior advocates Dr. Abhishek Manu Singhvi and Mukul Ranatki, along with Kapil Sibal, for making the mentioning. The Chief Justice has stated that he would discuss the same with other judges on Friday. However, senior advocate Vikas Singh, the president of the Supreme Court Power Association, has clarified that SCBA wants to resume complete physical hearings. Lastly, the Supreme Court in an order dated 21st October 2021 stating that under Order 21 Rule 16 of CPC, transferry of rights in subject matter of suit can apply for execution without separate assignment of decree. The Supreme Court has observed that there is no bar under Order 21, Rule 16 against assignee who acquired rights prior to decree from making an application to execute the decree. The bench is of the opinion that the objective of the said amendment is to avoid multifarious proceedings to determine the issue of assignment and to determine the issue of assignment in the execution of proceedings itself. The bench, while hearing an appeal, during the pendency of the execution proceedings, the decree holder died. The appellants filed application before the Supreme Court. This claim was based on the basis of an assignment made by the deceased decree holder prior to the decree. This application was dismissed by the trial court and later by the High Court. The appellants referred to the judgment in Jugal Kishore Saraf versus Raw Cotton Co Ltd. It was held that the Order 21 Rule 16 contemplates the actual transfer of the decree that may be passed in the future in equity, entitle the intending transferee to claim the beneficial interest in the decree after it is passed. Such equitable transfer does not relate back to prior agreement and does not render the transferee a transferee of the decree by an assignment in writing within the meaning of Order 21 Rule 16 of CPC. The bench held that we are of the view that the objective of amending Order 21 Rule 16 of the CPC by adding the explanation was to deal with the scenario as exists in the present case to avoid separate suit proceedings being filed therefrom and to that extent removing the distinction between an assignment pre the decree and an assignment post the decree. Thus, what has been discussed even in the judgment in Jugal Kishore Saraf as a view based on the equitable principle was sought to be incorporated in Order 21, Rule 16 of the CPC by adding the explanation, something which had not been done earlier. Once the legislative intent is clear and the law is amended, then the earlier position of law cannot be said to prevail post the amendment and it is not in doubt that the present case is one post the amendment. Observing thus, the bench allowed the appeal. This brings us to the end of today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening in with us. If you liked the episode, please do subscribe and tune in every Tuesday for more such updates. You may also write in to us with your comments and suggestions to the email ID karan.s at the rate We hope you have a lovely week ahead.